Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoy. We're live. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In Grover Green, Final Show Films Changing the Lost Chronicle. I'm Jack. I'm your storyteller for this evening. And to introduce our cast of characters, let's go around our virtual table, starting with Raphael. Hi, I'm Raphael, and I'm playing uh, Neofly, the Darkling Nightsinger. And, and John. I'm John. I'm playing Nero Firus, the Elemental Fireheart, and currently trying to cough up my entire lungs. Good to know. Aaron. <laughs> Coming to you from the land of technical difficulties, my name is Aaron, and I will be playing Mira, the Ferris Cadogan Playmate. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing uh, Fage, the Ogre Gristle Grinder. Mara? I'm Mara, and I'm playing Lys, the Wizened Oracle. Uh, and Holly. I'm Holly. I'm playing Lark, the Beast One Wing. And Jeremy. Hello, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing uh, Adele, uh, Darkling Gravepoint. Excellent. And as far as the changelings in Baltimore go, it's been an eventful morning. Miro was inducted into the Motley Unlikely. Conversations were held with ghosts. Some hedge gardening was completed. And despite the perilous events of the previous evening, everything seems to be status quo for the moment. With various agendas underway and a number of objectives in mind, most of the Motley has re-entered the crack house to prepare for the upcoming days, although Liss and Neofly are lingering behind in the hollow to have a discussion, while downstairs in the real world, Liss's vintage Crowsley radio crackles to life. Damn it, I'm missing it. <laughs> well now, I trust that all concern know the ramifications of accomplishing anything at all in our revered freehold. One must sacrifice, scrape, scramble, and supplicate their way toward a better life, or any life at all, if rumors be true. I indeed cannot overstate the opinion... Nay, the fact that power is only in the hands of those who claim it, leaving the rest to bend a shoulder toward the chill wind, drawing the rags on their backs close against the uncaring world. Isn't that just a lovely specter to contemplate as our Sawan approaches? The influential and mighty on the one side, and to the other, all of us, yes, you and me both, 
the victims of grief, of rage, of terror, and of longing. Veritably, a crew of wretched souls. I look over at the radio and, so, and go, holy <laughs> shit, it talks! <laughs> and that's when we pivot back to the hollow, where Neofly and Liss are sort of savoring an awkward silence at the moment, let's say. Yeah, I'm staring at you. <laughs> and... This was after Neo had explained, or I had explained everything, and so um, I looked down at Liss, and I'm just like, um, so do you think you can help me with this? Oh, yeah. You don't like me. Well, I, I won't say that I don't like you. It's just more of a... how you say strange relationship between the both of us that needs to be worked on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, you need my help to do that? I, I mean, just to look in my brain and see what you can fish out. How is it in there? In in my in in my dreams. Yeah. So <laughs> the question was, how is it in there? How is it in there? I. <clears throat> Storyteller, how is it in there? <laughs> your I mean, in in terms of what. Neofly has experienced um, two of his most in- intensive and impactful dreams in the past month have both been about Butterfly. Um, one of them, obviously, was something less than pleasant, where her facsimile showed up in your dreams. Um, and then this last one felt different. Uh, it It very much didn't have that sort of unease and deceptive nature that you had in the first one. This one was much more coherent in a sense. Um, but your 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 own analysis has definitely left you fairly well convinced that there is deeper either symbolism or significance to what you dreamed then you have then you're you're able to divine for yourself okay i mean how it's in there it's just i know she's trying to send me a message but i can't figure it out myself there's no way i can get inside of my own dreams and figure it out myself and i believe that you're the only person that can help me in this situation and i understand that it's strange coming from a person who says your name in the most ill will and ill taste possible and i apologize for that but just this once all i ask is that you could help me find this person because I don't know what I will do if I can't figure out at least something. At least something? At least something. 
What would you do for her if we do contact? If she's call if she's calling out for help, I'm going to go help her. That's all I know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how far I will take it, but I know that I will help her. Okay. Do you want the others to know? Neofly kind of just has this very extremely pensive look on his face, just really thinking about whether he wants to put everybody else into a situation or whether he just wants to deal with it by himself. And just really um, <clears throat> bouncing about in his mind, trying to figure out what would be the best possible solution. Um, uh, storyteller, is there any way I can make a role? Kind of just to see what decision he can, what decision he, what decision he will make based on that. Kind of just leaving this up to chance. Um, as far as that goes, I'd say, give me a wits and a cult. Okay. And and Liz might explain further. Um, first step is. Just looking around and seeing what's there before we do anything. What do you mean? We don't have to change any, we don't have to influence. There's, you can watch a dream or you can sort of tweak around with it. Okay. We can just watch first. <clears throat> I think you might be right with that. Uh, zero successes. Okay. So, yeah, as far as that goes, Liz is the expert here. Okay. And you are very familiar with the archetypes. Um, even, even as as someone now come back to the real, this is starting to feel very tale-esque to you. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's certain building blocks that a lot of folklore and, and fairy tales have. And getting the band back together is definitely one of those. So as to whether or not you tell other people, it's very frequent that even... Even the the active party, the the inciting individual in any sort of fairy tale quest needs the help of other people in order to accomplish their goals. But then again, that might be something that's been foisted upon you by your keeper to inflict the inclination to have as many people around. So if they can utilize this to bait you back into Arcadia, you bring other people with you, too. As that as that as that thought kind of just runs through Neo Fly's mind, he kind of attempts to shake it off as he just looks at lists and he just says, um, "Well, 
we should probably get out of here first if we're going to watch whatever's happening. Uh, Liz, give me an intelligence and a cult. Okay. And do you have any specialties in a cult? Uh, nope. Okay. Two successes. You do know for a fact that dream riding is a lot easier inside the hedge than out. Mm-hmm. It'd be easier in here. Um... Yeah, with that mind, with that uh, thought, just really still, just taking over Neo's mind. He's just like, you know what, you're, you're the expert, and he kind of, and he kind of just quickly sits down, um, and just he just says, "You're Do scared." Whatever. I'm extremely terrified. You, you are in fact correct. I. Just whatever it is that you need to do, just get it over with, please. And he just puts his head down and kind of just stays quiet and tries his best not to like. Uh, he he tries to calm himself down in this situation because it's just really, really eating, really, really eating at him right now. Okay. Okay. I'll tell everyone that we're gonna stay here. I'm gonna garden. So I don't have to know, but. If something goes wrong, then they'll know to find us. And I, so I go do that. I give her a thumbs up. Then just okay. So, meanwhile, Adele, you're at the night gallery. I am. Um, you've been there for about an hour or so, and eventually your phone rings. Pick it up. Hello, uh, Adele. Um, I know that. You were looking to get in touch with Gilly? Yes. It's uh, it's Acacia, the, uh, one of the other members of the Haunted okay. Waters. It um, is a matter of some... Sooner would be better, if at all possible. Well, um, she's very busy today, but if you... Uh, do you know where uh, Patty's Pit is? Down by the Do harbor. I know where Patty's pit is? Uh, intelligence and streetwise. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know where Patty's pit is. <laughs> <laughs> you have fucking been there so many times. So, uh... <laughs> Baltimore's answer to the American obsession with barbecue is called pit beef. Uh, And Patty's Pit is one of the premier pit beef uh, locations in the city. Excuse me. Not owned or operated by Joey Hot Sauce, but significant nonetheless. Pit beef? Pit beef. We entirely Mm -hmm. sure that isn't the name for buff demons in hell or something. <laughs> we really need you to explain pit beef before we go any further. <laughs> okay. So pit beef is basically it's beef. it's a it's a slow cooked it un, unlike most barbecue which is which is cooked over wood in order to impart flavor. Pit beef is always over charcoal. 
Um, and mo- most of the flavor comes from horseradish and a combination of other sauces, usually something proprietary to the establishment because everybody wants to have their own unique take. It's usually a, a lower, it's lo- usually like kind of a brisket cut. Um, and it's served on a bun with usually onions and shit like that. Um, but it's a very sort of Baltimore-esque type of cuisine. Um, and you can find it. There's lots of if you do any sort of road tripping around Maryland, at some point you will drive by a roadside pit beef stand or or thing. Um, but with the with the advent of the food truck industry, people have started setting up in locations around the city as well uh, for smaller scale stuff. And uh, Patty's Pit is one of the more infamous uh, in terms of where to go if you want good pit beef down by the harbor. Please tell me they have something called Satan sauce that they apply to the pit beef. I'm sure they probably do. (laughs) Uh, But uh, but Adele, you would know where their usual setup is. Uh, Alternatively, you can always just go to their Facebook and see where they're set up currently. Um, And apparently that's where Gilly's having lunch. And Acacia says uh, she's not booked right now. So if you need to talk to her, that's where I'd meet her. How much time do I have? Uh, Right about now, it's about 1130. So probably about a half an hour or so. Wonderful. Uh, thank you for letting me know. We will certainly make contact. Okay. I'll text her and say you'll probably be showing up. <laughs> All right. Not just me. My others and yes. Others. Of- Sounds good. Hang up. Immediately right. call. <laughs> Everybody else. <laughs> well, yeah. Do the group text thing. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Am I have one so everybody entered into the group text? Yes, you have been entered okay. into the group text. You didn't, if not, I add you. You didn't do a call? No. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, can you, have you... Being on a group call when uh, one of the other people on the group call is in the room with you is a no, nightmare. No, 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 it's like calling one person, but it's like, so I've I've probably pulled Mira, Phage, and Lark over to the radio by this point, and like, <laughs> I, seriously, I, guys, it fucking <laughs> talked. Did I like, hear it? Jack, sorry. Anybody, anybody who was in the house at the time has the option to have heard it, yes. Yeah, yeah I will. Well, of course, didn't Liz say so? Yeah, but this also says lots of things that don't necessarily correlate one to one with what has actually happened. So, if you cur- you're curious about things, maybe just ask your friend about them. I did, but yes, and the radio certainly did it turn on and that, speak that, about changeling matters. That's the other half of it: is that asking Liz directly sometimes doesn't end up in an answer. Um. You should be nicer to your friends. Oh, I I adore this, but just there's an amount of information that you will and will not get when asking Liz any question. Aren't radios supposed to talk? Y- yes, but not. <laughs> so, yes. I pull. 
And I, unlike I, trees, I think they're also supposed to talk on this side. I hold up the cord, though. It's like, yes, but not when not plugged in. No, it's I thought Liz plugged it in. Oh, was it plugged in? Oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah, yep. it was plugged in. But but usually they don't just talk and then stop. Also, they don't yeah. just and turn usually on. they don't talk about us. Yeah. Also, they don't just turn on, talk, and then turn off. Um... I mean, it sounds like DJ Utzel has a partner or something. That certainly wasn't Utzel's voice, but... Yeah, no, it's... it's, 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 it's Changeling Radio. Do you, do you, are you really that surprised by it at I'm this not, point? I'm not, so, I'm not so much surprised by it as it's just... It's, it's weird, okay? I've had a lot of stuff on my mind, okay? And then get text. Oh, well. Yeah, okay. so, specifically, it is Gilly and just list the address... Mm-hmm. Lunch date. Um, and then a skull <laughs> icon. I'll go get Liz. I'm sure she'll be really excited to know that her radio homemade noise again. I'm disappointed she wasn't here to hear it. Yeah, um, and also tell them about lunch. Um, of yeah. course. <sighs> and then immediately after half hour. Be quick! <laughs> no offense, but you're her. Um, fuck, what's it called? What's what called? Um, actually, she'll just. I know, but your house isn't actually that large. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Hollow. What was the term you're looking yeah, for, I think? it was. Yeah. By the way, Jack, we need to clarify whether or not I'm incorporated into those dots of hollow or if the hollow gets smaller without Gale there or something at some point. Yep. Uh, actually, the hollow has gotten smaller without okay. Gale there. Yep. Fair enough. And I'm back to being able to see Holly's forehead and Jack's eyeball. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very exciting. At some um, point I pop out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I need to, I'll go in, but. No, pr probably probably around this time, since you guys spent some time talking about the radio, uh, Liz pops out back into the reel <laughs> just as, uh, as Mira's coming up the stairs. Hi. Yes. Hi, um, have you seen Neofly? Apparently we've got to go meet, meet with the queen about um, the thing Hidel was interested in talking to her about. And also your radio turned on while you were away. What? Nero what? heard it, so he no? knows you now. Ah, it did? What did it say? And well, I am not quite as good as... Gail will do her best to convey the message. Um, Mira will. Doing Mira. Fucking <coughs> hell. Um, talking about the importance of doing things and. Blah, 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 blah. Their names aren't even all that similar. I like no, the idea that so. Gail just stuck her head in the room, <laughs> relayed the message with and everyone. Stuck her head <laughs> and just nope to the fuck back out. Um, so, yes, Liz, all, all of this information is transferred to you. Ooh. Yells that roommate that moved out but never left. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Gail's the ghost haunting the building. <laughs> yes. She was that dead all along. That would be an awkward name coincidence. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, I was going to garden, and, and Neo said he would stay and, and help and make I'll sure text the group watch. chat, Adele. Um, everyone, why and um, lit is and Neo hoping in the garden. <laughs> Which I guess goes to everyone. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure does. Except for Neo, because sorry, dude, we're making decisions about this, but you're in the hedge. <laughs> uh, I look at the Adele's text. waiting to see what other people text. I wait for a second to see if anyone else texts. <laughs> If, if everyone more seems than to be like, waiting, Gail will text. Gail will? Actually, <laughs> can I roll like an insight check to see how, if this is just a, oh, this is what I was already doing. Can I continue doing that? Or if it's something that she finds very important? Uh, uh, that'd be a wits and empathy. <laughs> is that against something on my end? Um, if you're trying to hide it, it will be manipulation and subterfuge. I like the... Yes, probably. I like the idea She's that Adele and Nero cover. are staring at their phones the exact same, with the exact same expression of, wait, <laughs> hold on. I mean, if it goes longer than, like, five seconds, she's responding. Like... Rolls don't take that long. No, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I know. No, Zero was, successes. That was a response I'm to me. <laughs> so, is this important to list? Does it seem more like a, she was just distracted doing something already? Or it's what, fair. if anything, do I get? It, it's very important. Okay. Um, and she was kind of hesitant to, to leave earlier. Like, she kind of wanted to stay, but other stuff was going on, yeah. but now something has come up. <laughs> it doesn't just seem like one track mind. Cool. Yeah. Um, then Mira although, will... Although, Mira, with with your interactions with Liss over the last 48 hours, you are sort of getting the idea that whatever Liss is doing right now is always very, very, very important. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the impression she has, and I'm going to respect it. That is perfectly um, fair. So yeah, if there's no response after like five seconds, there she will put why. Okay, because I made a bad decision. Yes, why or why as in question why? Why is in yes. Okay. As in that's fine. Sweet. Uh, Dale will. Show us the phone. Let's touch the phone. Um, <laughs> okay. If you need anything, I am your friend. I'm here to help. But have a good time gardening. Hey, I will. <coughs> Bye. <laughs> and they both go their their alternate direction. I don't think I need a roll to figure out that was kind of shady. <laughs> and Liz does the 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 emotional and spiritual oh, equivalent of Homer drifting back into the head. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> actually, I said spiritual. And then walk if away. If you see Neo, let him know that 
about um, that we are going to meet with her. Yes, I will. Bye. Bye. Gail <laughs> uh, will bounce back downstairs. Mira. Mira. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. Why today specifically? I don't know. It's all good. When all of the all things right. Gail would never do are happening. Oh. <laughs> Te- Stop te- saying name. Text OMW and head out. Okay. We're fucking millennials, you guys. <laughs> yep. No. I mean, no, no. I was actually no. born in the 90s in this game, so kind of. Yep. No, I was in my. Um. I may or I, I would need to check my backstory. <laughs> I was born in the 70s. Thank you very much. Yep. That um, okay. Yes. <laughs> Legitimately yep. in both cases. <laughs> all, all right. So everybody is headed to the inner harbor except for the two that are still in the hedge. Yes? Hmm? Yep. <clears throat> okay. All right. We will chase down the gang with Gilly first then because it's going to take Neofly a little while to fall asleep. Um, Considering he's only been up for like two, three hours. I mean, so. Liz can just like back of the head. You know? That's not sleep. That's, 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 that's called assault. And that, that's, 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 that's called yeah. bludgeoning damage and potential that's, brain you injury. Can't, you can't dream in that state. This would not work. Got it. Right, yeah. So, um, Why did they say Adele having gotten the, uh, gotten the address to everybody, you guys all assemble in a parking lot. Uh, down by the uh, the inner harbor. Avengers assemble. Uh, what? <laughs> I said Avengers assemble. Yes, it's pretty much. Um, Are we the West Coast Avengers? We're barely the, even the, the Great Lakes Avengers. That's beyond. <laughs> okay, fair. Whatever the Chesapeake Bay Avengers are. <laughs> Where's the? We're the New Hampshire. We're the we're the, we're the New England Adventures. <laughs> Maryland is south of the Mason Dixon line. There's nothing New England about. Um, so that's exactly you right. guys come. <laughs> you guys come down Conway, uh, park. Find some find some public parking for which you are charged way more money than is acceptable, um, yeah. and and go uh, go find this food truck, uh, which is set up. Uh, in uh, alongside the the sidewalk, mostly with people just uh, there by some of the 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 green space and public areas. Um, but everybody's just lining up, grabbing their their barbecue pit beef, and wandering off to go find somewhere to sit. Uh, you can see Gilly in line. She's very easy to pick out because she is quite literally the only changeling present uh, besides the group of you. Um, so when when you're looking at a crowd of people and one of them is very obviously sopping wet with a rather fish-like aspect to them, they're very easy to distinguish from the other rank and file of the mundanes. Um, but as she sees you coming up, uh, she gives you a little bit of a wave and then kind of an apologetic shrug to the 20-odd people that are behind her in line. This place is very popular. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, 
you know, walk up, umbrella out. Right. Mm-hmm. Sun. Fuck sun. Um, Afternoon. Good evening. Um, we have... I, I, I appreciate this moment of your time. We have some... Information what we believe would be important to relate. And we didn't think that it was something that could necessarily wait looking over it. Please tell me this, that you've discovered something about our friend Kay? Not quite, no. This is something... This This is something different, and normally it would be as you will understand once it explains more of a personal matter, but there is a um, connection. There is a, what is the correct word? Uh, Constabulatory aspect to this. And they give her her sandwich, which you can see is this very rare uh, propane smoke beef uh, with a shit ton of very strong horseradish um, and she grabs it and says alright well let's get out of this crowd yep wonderful <laughs> pull away <laughs> and she drags you off towards, uh, towards there's, a, there's, a, there's a fountain there where uh, some people are milling about but hardly anybody's sitting down um, and she just plops herself on the uh, the, the, the lip of of this public sculpture, um, definitely a little closer to the spray than most people would feel comfortable, but it's Gilly, and gives you kind of a look as she takes a bite. So uh, it would. I look over to Nero and let yeah. him start to explain. So it would seem that when I was uh, taken previously. Uh, the good folks on the other side left something in my place that has become aware that I exist and is intent to kill me. She holds up a finger and glances around. So what you're saying is when you were out of town, the house sitter left something behind that needs to be put back in their, their possession before it becomes an issue for you to keep storing it at your place. Yes. yes. Correct. And, and, she, and, and she glances over at you, Adele, in a dear God, what the fuck sort of look and also at all the, you know, teeming masses yes. of mortals around you a guys. A little shrug. <laughs> Summer court. <laughs> And the, the the concern, again, this would be a very personal matter if it wasn't for the fact that due to the nature of, 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 of Nero specifically, there is the necessity of law enforcement getting involved. She glances at Nero for a minute. That's right. You did have former employment, didn't you? Yep. And that, that's been maintained during your sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I don't see how that is that much more of a changes what should probably be done. 
person. Oh, it doesn't change at all about getting the right property back into the right hands. It just means that some delicacy will be required in order to solve your problem, she says, looking very pointedly at Nero. So, what do you need from me? Mostly just wanted to inform you, because it would be probably bad for this to be a surprise to the court. Well, I appreciate that. I, I feel like I feel like my purpose for being here right now is to remind the group of you of important details that you might have forgotten. The uh, <clears throat> the situation where wherein we discovered the present from the housekeeper was two blocks down from our nightclub. Yeah, that way, that too. Which means that person who has a little bit more than he should know was very near to plain sight of a lot of us. I mean, yes, of course. And you can feel almost the cold wind blowing off of Gilly's mantle at this point as she sort of draws herself up. Well, then. For what it's worth, consider this an official directive from your rightful authorities that this will need to be handled quickly, but above all, quietly, in such a manner as to ensure that there is no longer a threat to our current business holdings in the city. You know... I was doing some reading recently about some of the most dangerous jobs in the United States, in the state, in the city. You'd be surprised which ones are on that list. I probably would be. In a very dry sort of way, indicating that she probably knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even if she didn't, the meaning is quite plain. Yeah. Very well. There is a, as, as I'm sure you're aware, Adele, a very, very strong sentiment, even before our organization was initially formed that items left in place are the responsibility of the individual whose place it is. Of course. It is a matter of passage, almost, to ensure that one's own messes are cleaned up by one. Mm-hmm. There is... I feel not entirely unjustly a matter of, shall we say, professional pride amongst a great number of our company in that those sort of things are handled personally. Of course, having assistance is not looked 
poorly upon, but it is not something that can generally be expected from those outside your nuclear family. Of course. Again, this was more an informing than a request for aid. I absolutely understand. And I hope you'll take my statements in the same vein. Of course. Wow. Due to, I, I'm sure you can imagine due to this and us trying to deal with the immediate aftermath, we have not made any progress in the last day because it's only been like a day since title it's it's been it's been literally like 18 hours right yeah Mm -hmm. yep but we've not had an opportunity but that is still number two now excellent and i trust all of you will be in attendance tomorrow night of course would not very good especially and she kind of points at um, Adele and and Lark as the other two Autumn Court members currently. Your presence will be most necessary. Out of game, I forget. What was tomorrow night? Halloween. Tomorrow night's Halloween. Halloween fucker okay. with the Autumn Court. Right, well, right, right. I'll see you all then. Absolutely. And, and she balls up her trash, chucks it in a can, and walks off in a easterly direction, which anybody local would know is the direction of the National Aquarium. <sighs> Look back at the group. Well, should we go discuss how to get the situation resolved somewhere that is not going to <clears throat> Yeah, that'd be good. Destroy my complexion. Uh, I've, I've got some work I need to do on the hollow anyway, so head back to the house. All right, so while you guys are headed back there, we will pivot back to Liss and Neofly. Ah, yes. So, Neofly, I assume you are basically laying down and trying to fall asleep, yes? Um, before he does that, um, he kind of... of You may need to volume. All right. The best, uh, before he does that, uh, I had my pad on, I apologize. Um... What he does is he takes out his cavaquinho because he always has a um, a stringed instrument on him, or else he can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes out his com- uh, his cavaquinho, which is a uh, Portuguese um, what's it called? A Portuguese like a small body guitar, and he begins to play uh, just a, a soft melody, kind of kind of just anything that that would seem to help him calm down in a sense, just so he can get back to his senses and relax and probably try to go back to sleep. Or try to get mm, to sleep. Yep. Roll me a resolve and composure. And you can have a plus one because of the uh, the music. To four. And 
two successes. You're able to send it with the, with the music for serving as sort of a focus. You're able to fairly quickly. Those peaks of emotion that you were kind of going through and the stress begins to dissipate somewhat. Um, and after about five, ten minutes or so, you just sort of set the, the instrument down, lean back, and start to let yourself drift off. Um, as, as a note, uh, I just... Actually, as I'm laying down, I make sure to keep my hand on the instrument, specifically on the neck, just to keep it wrapped around. Um, just for, I don't know, safety reasons. It, it's kind of his security blanket. He, he kind of uses it as, as his teddy bear in this instance. Cool, cool. Oh, and we lost Holly. Hmm. Oh, no. Um, so, Liz, <clears throat> you have uh, been investigating the various goblin fruits and things that are down there mm -hmm. just trying to get an idea because the, the nature of the head hedge being psychoactive it can change very rapidly and so landmarks even in a in, even in a short range localized area can be difficult to maintain uh maintain access to um but you're so you're you're trying to at least mark out in a sense, where these various uh, goblin fruits are so that when the time comes or you're going to try and tend more of them, you know where to go, what to do, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but after about 20 minutes or so, you hear the uh, the music that was coming from the hollow overhead has stopped and it's been silent up there for a little while. Okay, I'll go back up. Okay. Um, Neofly is kind of leaned up against a wall, seated, eyes closed, breathing steady and slow. Seems to be asleep. Okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to pet your head, and then I'm going to uh, dive on in there. I'm doing writing the dream. Okay. Dream writing. Yep. So first I will need... Uh, Neofly, you will need to roll me a wits and resolve. Okay. All right. Roll high. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, wits and resolve. Huh. One success. All right. So it's a fairly low intensity dream as things go. Um, so you'll have a list. You'll have a, an intensity of one whenever right. that comes in, uh, cool. whenever that comes in for mechanics. All right. Um, so uh, give me a wits and empathy and you're weird minus one. All right. So that's plus nothing. Zero successes. Okay. So for the first couple minutes, you're just trying to trying to pierce the the vein here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and nothing's really happening. You're feeling like your 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 technique is just off. It's like trying to grab onto something that doesn't that doesn't take friction. Like like trying to trying to trying to hold some some liquid nitrogen in your hand almost. You know, there's this this weird sensation of of gripping without actually making contact. Um, so at this point, you can either invoke one of your contracts if you want, or Give it another try. Only about five minutes has gone by so far. I will invoke a contract um, because I think if I'm making, uh, if I'm touching his forehead, then I'm okay to yeah. mm-hmm. not have to spend a glimmer. So I will do that. Yeah. Okay. Will... Um, oh, wait. No, that one will. Uh, let me double check the wording. Um, uh, for forging the dream, that would mm-hmm. change things, wouldn't it? Possibly. Yes, it would. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I'm going to keep trying to get in normally then because okay. I don't want to alter anything because I need to see what's okay. going on first. All right. Yeah. So same roll again. Um, okay. You only need one success to succeed. You can spend willpower if you need to. I'll spend a willpower at this point. Okay. Let's, let's spend that willpower. All right, so that makes it plus one. Uh, should make it plus three. Yep. Um, but I have um, minus one from the 08. Yeah, it would be plus three. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I can't do math. That's all, all right. good. That's what I'm here for. One success. There we go. All right. So you manage just pushing yourself onto it focusing concentrating utilizing all of your powers of of intensity to to lay hold of of whatever's happening in in neofly's subconscious at this point and you find yourself all of a sudden your vision just washes over the hollow dissolves from around you and you see yourself at a at a, a, a much higher vantage point than you're used to almost like you're floating like about three feet above and behind Neofly's head as he's pushing his way through this thick, thick, thorny uh, brush, trying to duck under branches and maneuver around so that the the jagged barbs from the plant life doesn't uh, doesn't injure him too badly. Um, Neofly, you're... It's it's a different type of a vegetation, but it still feels very similar um, to the the sort of experience you had on the previous evening, where you were. It's no longer the tall grass; it's a much denser, woodier, uh, more resistant type of plant life. But this feels like the beginning of that previous dream. And going into it and looking for this dream itself, you're feeling a little more lucid with it. Like you, like you have a level of control here, or at least around your 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 local area. And um, as you as you think about the the dream previously, you remember you had you got through the plants, and then eventually you came to a clearing, and she was in a cage on the other side of of the glade. Um. So first thing I'm going to do before interacting with anything. Um, so what he described um, didn't sound prophetic to me at all. Right. It sounded like 
at least what I was getting from it, it's either a communication or it's maybe just his wishful thinking. Um, so give me an intelligence and a cult. Okay. Three successes. With three successes, there's a couple different options. Um, based on what he told you about it and the fact that now it seems to be similar to his description, possibly recurring. Mm-hmm. Um, very faint plot possibility of prophetic or wish fulfillment. Probably in uh, in descending order, it would probably be most likely it's recurring than wish fulfillment third would be prophetic well i am always looking for prophecies so i'm gonna check that possible before i do anything okay uh you will need a wits and empathy minus one all right Zero successes. So what do you try to what do you try to change? Um, well, with with determining prophecy, I can't change anything, right? Like if I change Uh, anything, um, then it will affect then it then it ceases to become a prophetic dream. uh, oh, sorry. I had you roll the wrong yep. thing then. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, no. You would need to roll uh, Wits in a Cult and your Weird plus okay. one in that case. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wits and a Cult plus Weird. So many rolls. Zero successes. Still terrible. Uh, um, so, yeah, you're you're not able to determine. Now, you are aware of the fact that if you make any changes to the dream, it mm-hmm. ceases to become a prophetic dream and everything after this point is just whatever. Um, so if this is a prophetic dream, you're you're not able to diagnose that quite yet. Okay. Um... So at this point, you can either risk nullifying a prophecy or you can just let it play out and just don't try and change anything just in case hmm. I think I'm watching on this one I don't think I want to change anything because I that's what I told Neo we were going to do is, is just watch and see so okay. I'm going to wait all right um so neofly you're pushing your way through this this brush and shrubbery um what do you plan to do um basically i'm just going to attempt to search for the cage that was in my last dream and see if butterfly's still there all right give me a wits and survival with an additional one Three 
three successes. So this is an, a, just an immensely dense tangle of very resistant plant growth. But through dint of, of focus and persistence, you're able to make your way through it, pull back branches, duck under thorns, and navigate your way through this highly uh, obstructive kind of nature of this dreamscape around you. And you you manage to to somehow psychologically almost it feels like you are able to decrease either decrease the density or increase your the the live movements uh, and you're fairly soon find yourself coming out into a much brighter much more open area and she you see the cage on the other side where butterfly looks up at you and there's just the faintest tremor of her wings as she reaches out a hand not grabbing her her fists around the the thorny bars at this point but just reaching out a hand that stops probably two inches through the bars as though she's held in place from the spacing obviously they're narrow enough that she couldn't bodily squeeze through but it would look like she would be able to at least fit her hand and most of her forearm throughout, but she can't seem to get her fingers more than a couple inches uh, through the through the barrier. Is there any way I could try to figure out to see if there's like anything stopping her from getting her forearm and arm out? Kind of just to- you would you would have to go closer. You can't see anything from this distance. It's possible she's bound somehow that's preventing her from extending her her limbs, or there may be some magical compulsion there, but you would have to get closer to see if you could find any more details. Okay, before I get closer, can I check on my person to see if I have my gun with me? Uh, Yes. Uh, So you look around, um, and you usually keep it holstered, I forget. Do you have the shoulder or the the hip holster? Usually, hip. It's a hip holster. Right. Yep. So you look around, and there's nothing on your hip there for a minute. Um, and then uh, go ahead and roll me. Mm. Let me take a look at your character sheet here, real quick. <clears throat> Go ahead and roll me um, intelligent. Just uh, intelligence plus one. Okay. Zero successes. As you look down, you don't see your gun there. In fact, you're, the, the place where the, the holster even is on your hip is usually not there. But you stare at it for just a minute, and then all of a sudden, the empty holster just sort of materializes into existence. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll me intelligence and firearms plus one now. Got it. Specialty. 
Three successes. And having seen that, you pause for a minute because you've never you've never seen anything like this happen before. And then you focus your mind a little bit because you know that, okay, the holster's there now where it wasn't before, but the gun isn't. Where's the gun? And you look at your hip and you look at your hip and then all of a sudden you feel a weight in your dominant hand. And there's your gun. Okay. Um, Kind of continuing on this route, um, I would have had the neck of my cavaquinho in my right hand um so i would want to try to see if i can materialize that as well into existence if it's possible mm. uh roll me an intelligence plus one okay three successes after a moment of concentration, there's the instrument as well. Okay, so I put my gun back in its holster, and I just strap my cavaquinho on, on, on me, and I begin to slowly step forward to the cage, um, just having my hands on the, on, the, on the strings ready to play anything, just in case. Okay, so... Lists. You're seeing Neo having somehow materialized several things in his in his hands, which to you makes sense. You uh-huh. you know how how dream how dream sculpting works, um, and and as changelings, there's an innate facility that you guys have with with being able to manipulate your own dreams specifically, but even with proper training, the the dreams of others as well. And then he begins to move slowly across this clearing um approaching this woman who you are now seeing for the first time mm-hmm. um she has uh, butterfly wings coming out of her shoulder blades she seems to be clad in a tattered sort of smock um with this kind of pale blondy reddish hair uh, that sort of just cascades down over her shoulders. Her eyes are a little larger than you would consider humanly normal, um, and they have a, a vaguely compound insectoid appearance to to the pupils themselves. The sclera around looks normal, but the the pupils are are fractured and fragmented in in that sort of insectoid fashion. Um, the the type of scales that you see on a butterfly wing dust over her shoulders and partway down her her upper arms um and you can see scars on her hands and forearms as well uh not old ones fresh ones very fresh and neofly as you get closer you see her mouth open and the sound like the buzzing of a thousand fly wings just sort of cascades out and over the clearing. You can hear this as well, Liz. She's not saying anything. She's just making this noise. Um, I kind of just call out to her, butterfly. Kind of just leaving it there to see if there's any other response from her. 
she she blinks, shakes her head, and then glances over your shoulder, Neofly. She's looking at something behind you that you can't quite see. Can I see where she's looking? Yeah, if you guys follow her her gaze, you can see this thick barrier of the of the hedge plants beginning to creak and open as though someone is sculpting a passage through it. I quickly move my guitar to my back and pull out my gun again. Um, I'm, mm, that seems not good. Um, I don't, no, I'm going to keep watching. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And as you look around, Liz, you don't have a body. You're literally just a floating vision. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm, Um, I'm looking around. I'm trying to see if there's anything that's influencing this. If, if what it seems like, I, I, I'm not touching anything yet but mm-hmm. um it's actually very evident what seems to be causing this very very soon um a number of uh, a quartet of stout broad hobgoblins clad in mismatched uh, clothing um wearing and and holding metallic weapons and a little bit of armor mostly kind of upper body shoulders uh come stumping their way out through the hedge. Uh, two of them have spears. Another one has an axe. And the third one has a very long sort of stiff pole uh, with some sort of fork at the end and some bits of rope hanging off of it. And Neofly, you're standing almost directly in their, their line of sight. And as they see you, Two of them lower their spears, and but they keep walking forward. They're not slowing or altering their p- pace or speed whatsoever. I keeping my gun, keeping just keeping my gun at level distance. Um, I as calmly as possible, just um, say. What do you want with her? They don't answer. They just keep walking forward. Their spears pointed. They get about two steps from you as the point of the spears are leveled sort of towards your chest, but off center just slightly. And then they slip through you. They keep walking, their eyes focused on the cage as if you're not even there. They walk through you like you're a mist. I turn around and I um, see what's, I guess, just visualize, just see what, what's going to happen next. And the last one, the one with the long pole arm forked at one end, comes up and you can see him knotting something together uh, along the shaft of it. And Butterfly is still there with her hand held outwards, frozen in position as he slips the pole into the cage. And you see that the fork has a loop of rope in it, which she just drops over her head and tightens around her neck and just holds her there. Meanwhile, the one with the axe goes to the other side, murmurs a few words and touches 
the corners of the cage and immediately whatever binding uh, 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 twine has held this thing together unravels itself and the bars just all collapse in a pile and Butterfly is now standing out in the open restrained by her neck as this guy with the axe, this hobgoblin gathers up the twine pulls her wrists together in front of her wraps the twine around them and taps it and it immediately cinches up skin tight to where she is now bound by her hands as well as restrained by her neck right then love so time to get to market what market and her mouth drops open again and that sound of fly wings buzzing ripples out Nay now, I love none of that lip. Come on, time to go. Don't want to be caught out in these parts after Jack. And they begin to march off back down that passageway. I'm going to follow. The two spearmen leading. The two spearmen are leading the way with the guy with the pole, third in line, keeping Butterfly, and the one with the axe just striding along behind everybody else, whistling a jaunty tune Mm -hmm. as they begin to move deeper into the hedge. Uh, I've been watching this for a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Neofly has tried to interact with her. Um, He's been walked straight through. Does she seem to register his presence at all? Give me a wits and composure. Okay. As as I begin to follow them, I kind of just point my gun to the back of the head of the goblin with uh, the axe, the one that's in the back as as they move. One success. Okay. Uh, Liz, as you're watching for this, as they walk her back across the clearing away from where the, the cage was towards the tunnel through the hedge, her her head is held very firmly by this weird forked implement, but you can mm-hmm. see her eyes turn to try and follow Neofly's position as long as she can before she is eventually forced past Got him it. and can't can't turn her head to to look anymore. Neofly, you are maybe three or four feet behind this hobgoblin with your gun, right behind his 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 head. Okay. Um. I think the one thing I can do now is just say, Butterfly, if you can hear me, I will find you. I'll get you out of this. Just please stay alive. And I kind of just stop and watch as they exit. You get to the word alive and your eyes snap open back in the hollow i i wake up with a good (gasps) did you see that it was a communication did 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 she hear me yes did 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 she <laughs> the words i know she saw him i don't know if she heard but i'm going to tell neo that she heard you you 
Right. Yeah, you weren't in a position to know for certain whether or not okay. she could hear. Okay. Yeah, you're very confident she could see him, or at least mm-hmm. was aware of his presence to some extent. You don't know she if she knows. could hear him. She knows. What, what What? market could they possibly be talking about? Are there, uh, so there's the one goblin market. Um, are mm-hmm. there, do I know if there's other ones? Uh, you haven't heard of any other ones. Okay. There could be, but yep. the only one you know of is the one uh, that, that Will Starkers took you guys to. There's one. Um, would Neofly remember this goblin market? Uh, yeah. I think you went along. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, though, it was, uh, it was a place where, uh, it was, it was one, one of the pledges that, the first pledge, actually, that you guys made with the Haunted Waters, part of your duties was to help them with something they needed to get done, which turned out to be escorting Will to the, uh, to the Goblin Market so that he could pick up some things they ne- they apparently needed um so you guys as a motley yep he, he went and he went book shopping uh and he found some and you guys found some things too um but yeah yeah you've you've been there once before it's um, creepy and perilous and disturbing at the best of times but you know where it is yeah He just looks up at Liss and just says, thank you. And he quickly stands up and begins to walk um, out towards the hedge, uh, putting his putting his uh, Kavakinga back in its case. You did good. She yells at your back. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't he doesn't respond he just you pulled stuff out of 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 your dream that was good kind of just he kind of just wearily uh puts his thumb up as he just continues to walk you can Do you see, want to plan you could, you could see visibly that his thumb and hand are shaking mm-hmm. and um in his mind the only thing that he's looking to do is finding Will because he needs to figure out how to get back to that goblin market okay so you're headed back uh, out of the hollow into into Baltimore mm-hmm. okay uh, given the time that would have uh, had to transpire it actually has been almost an hour or two for you guys as well so we're gonna say everybody's less getting back to the crack house around the same time so you guys will come out of the hollow just as uh, the rest of the group is pulling up. I'm going to say into the empty air of the hollow as I leave because you've left before me because there's more I can do and then go out. (laughs) (laughs) Head out. We pull up, walk in, Yeah. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Neil's so, doing Neil's doing the same, kind of just to relax himself. How are we going to assassinate your police officer? 
There's a... Nero opens his mouth as if he's going to say something, closes his mouth, does that for about three or four more times. Mm -hmm. I can sense something. And she's fully expecting... Yeah, like she expected that. Phage, having no real place in this conversation, just heads up and into the, the hollow. Are we not there yet? I don't know. Mm. No, you guys are. Yeah, list should be there. Okay, yeah, I, I wasn't list. sure. I would have yeah. listened. Don't fly. <laughs> also, John, your hair is in front of your face, and it's creating this hilarious mustache effect. <laughs> in my in my technical issues. <laughs> oh, in the. <laughs> no, it's it's just because John has because multiple of, heads right now. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, at your fetch, I can send stuff at your fetch. Like, like what? Like a drive messages. Wow. Well, we we don't know that any of our powers work on fetches. Actually, we know at least we know that do. they do not. It does. What? Uh, have you sent messages to fetches before? No, but I know what happens. What sort of message would you want Attention to send? Attention, turn. <laughs> uh, up to you. To your fetch. But you can send messages. I don't think I can send one to yours. I don't think that's how that works, right? I think it has to be to your own fetch. Um, out of character. Are you talking about sharing? Are you talking about sharing dreams? Yes, I'm, I'm talking um, about sending yes, uh, messages and a, nightmares. A, change, to a changeling. Fetch. Yes, a changeling innately has the ability <clears throat> to tap into their fetch's dream with mm-hmm. greater ease than really anybody yeah. else's. But I couldn't tap into someone else's fetch's dream, even someone in my... That wow. would be... I mean, you could, but it would take a lot of work. <laughs> yep. Okay. No, you can send stuff. I have so many questions. <laughs> uh- but... Before we get to those. I mean, I don't personally know how, but I know someone I could ask. Me. No, I, I meant I was that was more about the assassination. The drive by that what Adele was talking about. Oh, though. I don't. I also don't know how to do that. So if you taught me how to do that, maybe we could get something out of that, too. I would be more than willing to learn if you would like to teach me how to do that, Liz. But I okay. don't know how myself. Do we... Um, this is your situation. Yeah. That yeah, said, it reflects on all of us. Therefore, it is not just your situation, and I 100% just lied. Thanks for that, Adele. <laughs> I know. There's a polite laugh from Mira's corner. <laughs> I there's a there's a there's a club I can go to to talk to somebody night about potential solutions. Though I don't know if it'll have any real effect or if I'll be able to get anywhere, as the person that I'll be talking to won't recognize this face and might just try to kill me instead. I 
I don't understand. When I was... We're going... When I Go was ahead. a police officer, I worked with and knew of certain criminal elements in the city, one of whom I dated for a little while. Vance, that, that partially answers what my next question was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to be somewhat delicate with it, but how virtuous were you as a police officer? Very. I didn't know he was connected to the things that I now know he's connected to. That's time. highly unfortunate. Yeah. So he might have reason to want to help with this particular issue. He might also have reason to want to shoot me for bringing it up. It was complicated and a long time ago. So that's a that's a potential does he still like you? I don't know. Well, you should ask. That's, Are the odds... that's what I would be doing if I were to go. So there is certainly value in in potentially contacting your... Doing dream contact with your other simply to get information. Yeah. Whether he still lives in the place where he used to live. What the combination for his security system is. Um, oh, I don't think you can get stuff like that. If they broadcast it, why not? I mean, or the shot, I guess, but. Um, if said place is not incredibly occupied by other people and thus potentially susceptible to arson. Yeah, no, there's information that can be gathered. Or uh, if it is occupied by more people and then susceptible to arson. Yeah, Adele. What? Thank you. You're welcome. I am trying to help. I appreciate that. Uh, I guess anybody else have any ideas? Otherwise, I'm, I guess Liz and I are going to be talking about dreams. Yeah, you can send dreams after your fetch. Uh. Hmm. GM, um, do I have, yes. given my particular specific background, any inclinations about how to approach this situation? Um, I don't know that your background necessarily gave not me... not in terms of how to assassinate a fetch, but in oh. terms of how to talk to someone who's going through this sort of process <laughs> or contention um, in the case of Nero and Adele's varying <laughs> the opposite way of how Adele is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's okay. that. Um, this is this is from from Mira's perspective. This is obviously an intensely personal issue to Nero. Mm -hmm. um, Adele is not wrong in that it affects more than just Nero, but this is very much mostly his, and by mostly I mean like ninety five percent. 
Um, so that would probably be worth focusing on um, in terms of communication style. Okay. So I've been looking at my social maneuvers merit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Love that. And... I don't know if the the one dot iteration sugar lips honey tongue would apply to this conversation given she has not yet said anything to either of them but um as far as that goes let me take a look here I don't know what those do I have fighting style social maneuvers, which is a thing you can get in this game, and I am so happy it exists. And I am trying to remember which book that is in. Uh, if I remember right, it's in Night Horrors or something. Mm. Yes, I think you're. I think no, not Autumn Nightmares. Uh, Grim Night Horrors, Grim Fears. Mm. Yes. Um. I. Honestly, I just copied all of my abilities into a separate document because I wanted yeah. easy access to just them. But mm-hmm. um, um, okay, so yeah, no, so uh, so with with Mira not having said anything to either of them yet, you can incorporate Sugar Lips Honey Tongue at this point. Um, which one of them are you trying to knock off balance? Mm. It's not hard to knock Nero off balance. He already is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I, I was what trying I to think of. Um, that's that's what I was sort of asking you about in terms of <clears throat> Mira potentially having experience with approach here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would just have to decide, all right, whose side am I coming down on? Which Which of these two, Adele or Nero, do I want to put at a disadvantage? That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna say given her background at this point she's probably going after Nero. Um, Okay. So at this point, I would say, um, what is what is Mira's empathy score? Her empathy score is one. It's not great. Okay. All right. So you'll be rolling manipulation and socialize plus one. Nero, you'll be rolling presence and composure. Wait. And I'll need Mira to come up with a backhanded compliment. That's the part I already had. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Ooh. Let me make sure I didn't. No, that's just a bad roll. That was six dice. God. <coughs> Two successes. All right. <coughs> so, so what is Mira? So, what is Mira's opening line? <laughs> it's 
So Mira will just sort of wait. I can force you to re-roll that. I can spend a willpower for you to be forced to re-roll that because I have three dots in social maneuvers. Okay. There we go. GM can check, but I know this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Three successes. Uh, and, and but you get to re-roll. You get to re-roll as well, Mira. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, the- and you can spell in willpower. Can I spend a willpower in addition to the willpower I spent to re-roll it at all? Yes, because you spend the willpower to force the re-roll, and then you can also do, okay, on cool. a roll spend a, a willpower. So yes, we're okay. spending that. So that's plus right, four. Right. Yeah. So, Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so fucking pissed if this fails. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I don't even know what this is. Compliment. I don't even know what this is. Seven doing. successes. Yeah, that's the point. Um, sugar, so, lips, sugar lips, honey tongue oh is this, John. Mira's, uh, Mira's first interaction with Nero as the target is a mind-blowing yet convincing compliment the goal being to knock them off balance a bit before going in for the kill. So basically, Mira is going to try and lower your guard, socially speaking, as it were. Your head explodes. Okay. Um, so yeah, Mira will <clears throat> lean in, having been pretty quiet throughout this conversation. Clearly... William, can you please not pour your drink right in the mic? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. That wasn't just me. I was trying to figure no, out yeah. how the headphones died. Um, Say ASMR, we clearly as ditzy as always. Nero, you're handling this so bravely. This is such a hard, hard situation for you to be in. Coming back and having to go against <clears throat> the laws that you generally agree with to protect yourself. Must be strenuous. <laughs> Nero, you take this at completely face value. <laughs> and you are actually kind of like, wow, I never actually thought about it that way before. That's very insightful. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if that were Phage, I would have to invoke the Irish defense of everything that sounds like that is an insult and I want to punch someone. <laughs> Yeah, Not how but I would never say that to Phage. <laughs> to Phage, I would probably say, damn, you're pretty, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do that whole spiel in Mira's voice, but it all comes out sounding a bit like this. Oh, well, I'm just... I just have a confused look on my face and a cigarette in my hand and just, like, staring at Mira right now. Uh, Which is about what you were going for, Mira. Hmm? Yep. Darling. For the rest of this scene, any contested social roles between uh, Nero and Mira, Nero will be at a minus three. Hmm? Okay. (laughs) If, If Nero... Is on the defense, I should say. Yeah. Specifically, if yeah. Nero's on the defense. <laughs> Nero, Disarm. If you don't, dream contact obviously is 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 and worth trying. Um, if we if if we need to get more information in a more conventional way, I have skills at doing that. <clears throat> I can tell you where he is, but. Or where at least so I would need. I would, I would need. Would have been. Mm, I mean, that would be useful. 
Uh, I I would need name control. All the information you could provide. Yeah, I can. That's yeah. I can. I can do that. Badge number. Yeah. Rattle off. Etc. 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 I rattle off name Actually, last house you, you that, I can, that I can remember. Oh, I don't. You Ooh. you 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 rattle off name. I will need you to make a Ooh. yeah intelligence and composure roll. Uh, minus one. Okay. Do, do, do. So I've got two dice. Would you like to spend a willpower on this? I don't yeah, think you I can. can. Spend a, okay. Uh, not not for this. This is just no. This is just yeah. a memory thing. Yeah, I must say, typically for right. mental things, you can't. One success. You can remember your last address and your badge number. Yeah. You can't remember your social. Uh, uh, I rattle off. That's all I'm number. going to need. <clears throat> I have a very good feeling. Especially because police officers' names <laughs> are a matter of public record. Yeah. Writes that information down. It's like... <clears throat> um... Is there anything that we need to do in the ex- immediate future? Uh, deal with this as far as what Gilly said. Right. But I mean... Kalineg. That as well. That uh, is so, number two on the priority list currently. So, yeah. So for, for Neofly and Liz who weren't there, Gilly has basically said deal with this now. Or deal with this first. The fetch. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fetch is priority number one, then back to Kalanag. So we can still, looking over at Lark, we can still gather information about Kalanag and the the, uh, the Godforsaken, but... Yes. There are enough of us that I think we can split our attention. Yeah, yeah. This situation. Also, not everything we, not everything that like <coughs> the for the dream thing. We only really listen. I can work on that, and then for potentially contacting people who may or may not want to hurt me, that's sort of a me thing. So, I, I may also have. You some don't resources. have to go into this all alone. We're your friends. Yes, of course. You, you are, and I'm not going it alone. But you don't show up to a mobster's place of business with a crowd. No, but I may have conceivably some some minor potential sway with people who would want to hurt police officers. And she smells and she starts to head out. I believe that. I really do. Well, Liz, do you want to educate me on dream things? Sure. No, you can, you can, you can, um, sort of reach out at your fetch and say hi. I have no idea how to do that. Could you give me the basics? You, um, you, you just, you just, You 
You know when you stare at someone you wish they tripped? You no. do that. Yes. No? Wait. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. No? Um, you ever... mm. As this is all happening, I'm going to just look for a mirror in the house. Sure, there's like uh, at least one. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple. Okay. I'm going to go to the nearest one. So okay. I stare at my fetch and want him to trip? No! No! Um... Nero, you mentioned earlier very insightfully that everything we say, especially being as we are and Liz as she is, isn't necessarily literal. Open your mind. It might be helpful to be nicer about the possibility. I am open to the possibility. I'm trying to get specific instructions. Given my current situation in regards to Nero, can I try and helpless translate at all? <laughs> if you like. Um... You, you just sort of take the... Uh... You take the steering wheel as the ship is sailing and you think really hard about what the sea is going to taste like and you can make it happen. I don't... Neo got it. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm going to lick my thumb and smudge it on a mirror and okay. I'm just going to look at the crowd and say, I, I, I need to step out for a bit. Do I notice him do that part? Uh, give me a wits and composure minus three, because you are very focused on uh, Liss and Nero right now. So that's a chance roll. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, no, my composure is not as bad as I thought. Pro that's, tip. that's actually one die, not a chance roll. Don't tell Liss your secrets. <laughs> Nero is still trying to figure out what the hell you mean about take the wheel on the ship yeah. and Imagine no. what the water tastes like. Yeah, it's just really, it's really basic. I don't know how to. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, so yeah, no, you don't see that. Um, I assume you're invoking your catch there, uh, Neofly. Yes, for the wrong okay. foot. So as soon as I step outside, I'm going to replace my tracks with that of a raccoon, and begin to just cool. walk into the city to see if I can figure out where Will is. Um, when he okay. leaves, Lark is going to follow Neo. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. So, Jack, am I getting anything when you when you get back to it? Am I getting anything um, off of what Liz is saying? <laughs> you are... <sighs> Liz is Liz is Liz is trying to explain something in metaphor that doesn't need metaphor. Um, you're getting a vague inkling, but there's very little specific in terms of what she's saying. Uh, Mira, go ahead and roll me a make it a manipulation and expression. Okay. I don't. 
Yeah, and I don't know if you want me to roll, because Liz is having a hard time explaining something that is very basic to her. Liz is uh, trying to um, describe what lit. red looks like. <laughs> lit, lit, I need you to roll an intelligence in a cult. Okay. Manipulation and expression. Got it. Also, what time of the day is it? I don't mind asking. Right about now, it's about 4 p.m. Yeah, cool. One success, jeez. All right. Uh, Liss, you can add a single die. Oh, to your, should I re-roll uh, that? Just roll another d10. Okay. Slash roll one d10. Okay. So two successes. Mira is trying to translate for you, and eventually, after about five minutes or so, you come to the conclusion that this is best described in terms of meditation, the ability of one to focus their mind while emptying it, in a (laughs) sense, and utilize what what mental faculties they have in order to attempt to form a mental connection with another living quote living being okay this is gonna be hard you don't have much okay um you just gotta like don't grab onto anything uh and i grab your hands and i'm gonna sit you down i sit down just sort of yep uh-huh so you just sort of sit and breathe and don't grab onto anything. Don't worry about today or tomorrow or what happened in the past. Just sink in with everything floating away. And also, shiny things, don't grab on those. Also, lists. you know, you you are also very clearly aware that this is unlikely to succeed unless John Carver Fetch is currently asleep. Okay. All right. Because it doesn't work. Um, we're if practicing. We're practicing. Yep. It's okay. I, yep. I sitting, but if you're just practicing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just practicing. I am sitting there trying to not grab onto anything and also to grab onto the steering wheel of a ship <laughs> and imagine Can what I? the sea tastes like <laughs> while also emptying myself of today, to tomorrow, it. and yesterday. Can I? Um, this, is not how you, this is not how you instruct a Catholic to dream, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so despite being about as bright as a pile of rocks, Gail, Puck, Gail was smart, actually. Um, Liz is Puck. Mira. Mira Mira is (laughs) pretty fucking manipulative and currently has quite a bit of a social advantage on Neo. So she's basically, given what Liz described that kind of seems meditation-esque, she's just tapping into her background. And, and trying to get him to chill out, empty out, out. This would be easier if we had someone exercise. sleeping near us. I could just show you okay. that. So while this begins, we are shifting over. So Neofly, where are you? you're headed out to look for Will? Yes, um, I was going to ask in that when we went to go 
to the uh, goblin market with him. Um, mm-hmm. Were we able was were we able to get his contact information down, or would I? Or oh yeah, would I no, have you his- guys. You, yeah, you okay. guys already have his contact info. Um, uh, you were actually the first one to it because uh, you guys did the music thing. Okay. Um, so the and, first thing yeah. I do actually so you, before mm-hmm. is I'm going to message my boss at my other job and text him. Sorry, I can't come in today. There's some uh, fair, the family stuff is happening and I have to attend to it. Send call Will. Okay. So, Lark, you see uh, Neofly heading down the street on his phone. Uh, he texts something and now he's making a call. Uh, the rings twice. And then he picks up. What's up, Flyboy? Hey, Will, it's good to talk to you again. Um, I actually need to talk to you in person. Um, it's something involving a, a little trip that we made the other day uh, to that uh, market. Um, oh. Yeah. No, I can definitely check market stuff with you uh, uh, you guys planning an outing? Not us. Just me. It's something very important. You got a death wish, son? If it means I can save another person, then absolutely. Yeah. We're definitely going to need to talk this over in person. Um, Tell you what. Meet me at this address we'll get a couple drinks and i will put you on the right track all right we'll see you then all right um he's giving you an address more on the east side of the city um that you uh that if you if you jump on your navigation turns out to be a bar uh fairly close to to where haunted waters has their their house um probably 20 30 minutes drive this time in the day with traffic do i sense someone following me uh lark are you trying to stay out of sight no she's not okay yeah you look over your shoulder and lark is probably 10 steps behind you okay so uh i'm gonna try to lose her um so i'm going to use my <laughs> athletic specializations to get the hell away from her okay so lark it's it's borderline comical as he lo- turns over his shoulder locks eyes with you and then immediately tries to make a runner over a chain link fence just to the left yes give Against me the a wing wing <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, he, he is fly. The wind wing just glides. Yeah, and Neo fly and, and Neo fly is also an expert at parkour. So it's kind of easy. Yep. So I'm go. So I'm going to need uh, if you're trying to lose her on foot, it's going to be stamina and athletics. Your parkour specialty applies. Um, and uh, list if you're going to chase also stamina Lark. and athletics. Lark. Lark. Sorry. God. And now it's going Games around. Are fun this week. Okay. Nice. Uh, can I use a willpower on this too? Yes, you can. Liss and right. Lark are not that similar. Um, I let me see. Um, I'm also going to be spending a willpower on this. Certainly not All as right. similar as Neo, Nero, and Mira. 
And then everyone knows Adele. She sang that song about setting fire to the ring. Uh, you, you rolled that as a chance to die, Lark. You'll need to re-roll that one. I mean, <laughs> only if the rain is taking place in the cup that is apartment. What did I do? Um, so if you look up in the top, uh, you have the chance uh, <clears throat> thing selected. You need it to be selected to normal. Hmm. Two successes. Oh, oops. Please respect the roll. Four. Okay. So <laughs> after about 10 minutes running, uh, Neofly, you have like gotten yourself a little out of breath and you sort of pause and you mm-hmm. check back around the corner and she literally pokes her head around the same corner. You guys are face to face about six inches apart. Do we have, is there a climbable building next to me? Um, sure. Why not? Let's climb. <laughs> <laughs> Strength and athletics. Both of you go. Ah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Meanwhile, Lark is oh. on the other side of town replacing a cop's sprinkler water with kerosene. <laughs> That's not Lark. That's not Lark. Everyone has done it. No, I have not. Neither have I. Zero. Does my athletic specialty apply on this one? Uh, Parkour is not actually the same skill set for climbing, so no. Mm. Interesting. Okay, cool. City running and climbing a wall. Two slightly different things. Unless you're a werewolf. True. (laughs) Unless you're a werewolf, yes. As somebody who has done both. Slightly different, significantly different skill set, actually. Yeah. Again, unless you're a werewolf. Well, no, a werewolf is not a skill set. Um, so, yeah, right. So, Lark, you're still looking around for handholds, and he is managed to grab a gutter, find a fire escape, and is practically out of sight at this point. Can, can she, like, see where he's going? I mean, you can definitely tell up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's got quite a head start on you now. Like, can she find a way around the building without or yeah. whatever he's climbing? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because he's going up a building, but it's, I mean, row, row houses is basically, they're built in a block. So even if he's on the roof, there's kind of a limited number of areas before he'll have to get off the building in order to continue moving. Okay, she's going to try to find an area where he is going to have to get off to continue. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, give me a wits and composure minus two. Okay. Because it's difficult to track somebody when you're on the ground and they're on the roof. Okay. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, Aunt Jenny has fallen into a ditch. Oh, four successes. But you know exactly where he's going because you're listening rather than watching, and you can hear him up there. All right, so uh, Neofly, where are you headed? Well, the first thing I'm going—well, the first thing I'm going to do is stand still and catch my breath. Okay. 
and then I'm going to look at my GPS to see what's the best possible direction to uh, get to. Uh... Um, at this point, it depends on. I mean, if you if you want to get the rest of the way on foot, it's going to take you a couple hours. Alternatively, there's a couple bus routes that are fairly close by. Okay. You could uh, steal a car or a bicycle. That. Um. So. What I'm going to do is, from where I climbed, I am going to go to the edge, um, uh, not, uh, I guess to the left of it, and I'm going okay. to climb down that and head to a bus route. Okay. Um, give me an intelligence and composure. Uh, uh, Lark, give me a dexterity and stealth. Hmm. One success. Okay. One success. All right. Um, so... Lark, you managed to come around. He's still got a bit of a head start on you, but he has climbed down and is headed towards what looks like a bus stop. Neofly, Lark is following you. Lark is following you rather intensively, which means she probably has a reason. And it might be worthwhile at least find it. If you don't want her following you, finding out why she is might be helpful. Use your words. <laughs> no, no. Include the rest of the team in the plot. Keep so, this up. I'm enjoying watching them chase each other too. all around. That's also an option. <laughs> so here's the thing. Neofly, like the person who is playing him, has very poor communication skills. So <laughs> he will continue to walk the bus route. And um, just for now, just keep walking past the bus. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So Lark, yeah, he's just walking now. <clears throat> she is following. All right. <laughs> we can do this all day. This Scooby-Doo episode will not end. <laughs> oh, it, won't. it won't. So at what? point will neofly either change his approach or head towards the bar or what's he doing just gonna keep going towards the bar okay all right so yep you walk for a couple hours um and yeah you manage to get there um and as you come in it's dark it's cool, which is great because it's been you've been sweating your ass off, uh, hoofing it across Baltimore, even in late September or late October. Um, and you come in and Will is sort of just sitting in a back booth, kind of checking his watch every once in a while, sees you come in, kind of gives you a wave. He's been sitting there for three hours. <laughs> I, I look at Mara. That's fine. I look at him. I, look, uh, I just look at him, and at this point, just completely ignoring Lark because that's not important. Just go straight to Will. 
Okay. Well, Sonny Boy, you have got it bad, don't you? Pretty much, apparently. Okay. Well, here's the thing about markets. Before you continue. He kind of actually, he holds up a finger, pauses, and then licks his, licks his finger and traces something on the table. There, that should hold for at least a few minutes. What's up? Um, I look, I quickly glance down at the table and then point my gaze at Lark. Who has just now opened the door to the bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do I notice anything on the, do I notice what he says on, or anything he writes on the table? He, he drew something. You can see just the faint after image of a little bit of, of his beer being traced into a symbol, but it's kind of pooling together now and you can't tell what it was. Okay. Um, I just, I, look back to Will and, and say that what what was that? Charm. Okay. Um so he takes a just a deep sigh and he just says I know this is going to sound crazy, but um I had someone help me fish through my dreams and um I was able to find someone that I've been looking for since I made it to Baltimore from the other side. Yeah, good on you there. They're apparently being escorted off to a goblin market to be, I guess, sold. She was, she was chained up. She, she, she was she wasn't able to do anything there were goblins all around her and then she looked scared it, i so she's at least marginally intelligent that's good well, that's very true i look brother goblin markets are murderously tricky at the best of times going in by your yourself will paint such a target on your back you will be lucky if you walk out of there alive you'll be even luckier if you walk out of there not owing what little is left of your soul and most of your body to somebody and not even realizing it you don't go there alone all right i'm the witch of the fucking bitter wind and i took your entire motley to go on a bookshop, remember? Uh, as, he, as he says that, I just kind of put my head down and just take a deep breath and kind of just shake my head, realizing how stupid I sound right now. Can Lark hear any of these, this? Give me a wits and composure minus three. Hmm. Uh, 
two successes. Okay. Um, you are able to catch a word here and there. Most of the rest of the time, even though it's a fairly quiet bar and they don't seem to be lowering their voices too much, it sounds like watermelon cantaloupe, watermelon cantaloupe, watermelon cantaloupe. I mean, she's she's walking right over to them. Okay. And then as you step up to the booth and just sort of look down at both of them, you see Will's mouth move. And you hear just a faint tinge of sound, but you can't make any of it out. And then he glances up at you. And in perfectly clear English that you can hear just fine. Afternoon. And kind of glances between the two of you as if he's trying to decide what's going on here. Clark just points at Neo. He owes me a drink right now. Neo calls over. Ladies, the uh, lady doesn't seem to be in the mood to brook an argument on this one. Hmm. I, there's no energy left in me to argue at this point. I call over a waiter. Uh, waiter will come over. Take take drink orders from everybody. Uh, Will already has three empty bottles, and but he orders two more for himself. <laughs> All right, you gotta keep waiting. <clears throat> Neo, I think it's time to exercise a little bit of interfamilial trust. We are going to carry on our conversation, and I am going to invite your motley mate to drink with us. Is that all right with you? I mean, it's the least I owe her after these past couple of days. Fine. Lark, he'll gesture for you to to sit and pull over a chair. Okay. She'll sit down. <clears throat> Your drinks arrive. He puts his, uh, he takes a long pull off of his beer, folds his hands in front of him. So you need to rescue somebody from a goblin market. Well, I hope it's the one we have here in town, because otherwise you are going to do a long hike for a train that's not coming. Hmm? I hope so as well. Was she, what, what do you know about your friend? Was she from Baltimore originally? That I know of, no. She was with me when I was on the other side. Okay. Well, from what I understand, and I need to make a roll for this guy real quick. The gentry tend to pull from their favored hunting grounds, so there's a better chance than normal that she is hopefully local. Which, if she's following her memories back through the hedge like all of us do, would lead her this direction. Well, I'm not sure at this point she's following her memories as to being forced 
close to them. I don't know what to make of it. All I know is that she's in trouble and I need to help her. All right. Walk me through this. What? How did you find this out? Dreams, you said. I had a dream last night where I was able to find her in a room. And um, if you remember the small one, that was part. that's part of our motley. She helped me go back into that dream and figure out where she could oh, possibly be. Liz, Liz yes. is a clever one. Surprisingly so. Don't... Not really. Well, not for you, but... Uh... Anyway, she was locked in a cage. And okay. I... I called out to her, and Liz said that she heard me. And all of a sudden, there was this door that opened up behind me, and these goblins came, and they they removed the uh, they removed the cage and they shackled her, and they begin and 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 they said they were taking her to the market. Which I could only assume that goblins and markets could only mean one thing. Well, I mean, there's not an exactly one-to-one ratio between the real physical and the extent of the hedge, uh, uh, but it is unfortunately all too common that one of us manages to get free of Arcadia and then gets snagged up by the scavengers on their way back through the hedge. Sounds like might be what happened to her. I kind of just lower my head down as he says that and I my my hand just kind of goes limp on the table and it quickly turns into a fist and you could see it visibly shaking as he says but but she was with me she was with me when we were able to escape from time is weird Time is weird in Arcadia. Even if you both escaped at the exact same moment as far as you were concerned, making the transition from Arcadia to the hedge, you could be separated by hours, days, months, years even sometimes. Time is weird. You can't put that on yourself. I mean, we're changelings. Everything's weird. I look back up at him with just a a look of desperation on my face and just say, so, so what do I do now? Well, I mean, market opens in three days time again. So you've got a little bit of leeway for planning and you're going to need to take it delicate. Remember, there's rules to the market. It, it ain't it ain't like the real, you know. Somebody gets kidnapped over here, you send in a SWAT team and you just yank them out of there. Or, you know, you shoot the motherfucker that did and walk out and hopefully they only need therapy. Hedge is very finder's keepers and Goblin Market even more so. If she's their prisoner when she gets there, by all legal rights, she belongs to them. And you can't... You can't just steal somebody out. So it would have to be a one-for-one trade. 
you did you would you would if you're if you're gonna manage to get her out you would have to figure out best price and buy quick and if you go in looking all desperate like that they are going to take you for a ride I, I slowly come to gain back my composure and say is there anyone you know in this city that's best with negotiating with goblins hmm well actually now that you put now that you mention is an old guard goes by Cocklebur he ain't courted He's courtless. Don't know how he's done it. He's been around longer than most of us. I mean, Joey, Blue, a couple of the other ones to remember when he came out, but it's he's one, he's one of the old guard. And, yeah, if you can find him, he likes to hang around up north. Tell you what, I'll scramble around and see if I can get a lead, and I'll send you his information as soon as I can. That would be much appreciated. He's crotchety. I've only talked to him once or twice myself, so don't expect a warm welcome and don't expect him to be that generous. But if you need an expert on on wheeling and dealing with hobgoblins and you don't have a hobgoblin that you can talk to, yeah. Cockleberry would be a good place to start. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no. Experts on the hedge. There's plenty of people that know their way around the hedge, but the goblins, the hobs, on the other hand, they're they're a beast of a different color. Seems like I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> Anybody who's not dumb will tell you that. I'll give you a call next day or so if I manage to to run him down. And then his phone, which is just kind of sitting there on the the counter, the the tabletop in front of him, buzzes and he snaps it up. Well, I got some queen's business to take care of. You two play nice. And he gives you a grin, slams a fiver down on the table, and walks out. Okay. I um, once again take a deep breath and just my face up, not looking in Lark's direction, say, if you're still upset at me from before, the reason I played that song was because I needed to find her. And I thought that she was with us. But I was wrong, and... You don't have to forgive me. I don't care at this point. The only thing on my mind is looking for Butterfly, but just know it was with no ill intention to hurt you in any way. Clark, give me an intelligence and composure. Zero. 
you don't remember Butterfly. Based on what he's told you, you're assuming that it was a member of the group that the Comtesse employed as her musicians. They were all very insect-themed. Butterfly doesn't stand out to you specifically from your durance. Most of the time, of course, you were shackled up in the rafters singing, mm-hmm. and so not down on the floor with the rest of the uh, prisoners with jobs. Um, but obviously this is somebody that has a fairly strong effect on on Neofly, but you don't particularly remember her specifically. I understand why you did it. What I don't seem to understand is why you can't trust any of us. I had to just chase you all over the city. And what even was that? I'm gonna see you back home anyway. Do you remember the one that played the violin? Do I remember that one? Um, as far as that goes, you've got some vague recollections. Nobody's particularly jumping out at the moment. Okay. Uh, kind of. You can give me. You can give me another intelligence and uh, and composure if you want. Actually. Okay. Somebody played a violin. Yeah, I mean, you definitely remember. That oh, was two violin. successes there that was time. A violin being played. I've heard. I've heard of these things called violins. <laughs> it's like a veal, right? They're there, yeah. I, I got two successes that time. Okay, yeah, you can you can remember them marginally okay. well. Okay. Yeah. I remember. The sound of that violin is... the only thing that runs through my mind every night as I sleep it's something that haunts me but it's the only thing that I want to hear again and I don't want to put any unnecessary weight on anyone that doesn't need to be involved in this It's not that I can't trust you. It's that I don't want to break this contract. I don't want you to get hurt because of me. I don't want any of you to get hurt because of me. I'm the one that followed you. I'm the one that chased you. I inserted myself into this. So if I get hurt, it's my own fault. But I'm going to help you with this whether you want me to or not. His fist that was clenched up this whole time on the table kind of just loosens and. Give me an intelligence in a cult, Neo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, intelligence in a cult. Mm-hmm. 
Three successes. Lark's statement kind of opens a little bit of a door in your mind. Because you're you're thinking about the ple- the motley pledge that you've made and uh, the nature of the alliance that you've struck with these people, and suddenly it occurs to you that alliances are a two way street. By trying to do this all on your own, you are forcibly denying the potential for the rest of your motley to fulfill their pledge to you. Because the alliance, as it's been struck, is we have each other's backs, we protect each other, we help each other. That's the point of that motley pledge. By not allowing them to help you, to an extent from a certain perspective, you're shitting on the pledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that had never occurred to you before now. What you do with it is, of course, up to you. I take another deep breath as I um, just say... fine and as i i pull out my phone and open it up to the uh, group chat and says and i uh will message to everyone i will all need your help in three days time and just send the message such timing! Back at back at the house. Is that that's was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So back at the house where where Nero is now engaged in the third hour of his attempts to <laughs> meditate. Yeah, I forget that manipulation. <laughs> Can I? I'm attempting to drag to to yeah. <laughs> Try and do something. So I don't know. Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys have been trying to get uh, Nero. I never got a roll for that. Uh, yes, I will need your. Uh, I will need a roll for that. Uh, you have your uh, manipulation and expression, I believe. Yeah. Subterfuge or persuasion, maybe. Uh, uh, actually, persuasion. Yeah. No manipulation, yeah. persuasion of this. Yeah. <laughs> and I get a plus three to. Attack because I am currently the attacker from a social perspective. Uh, no, because this is actually um, oh. he gets a minus three to his defenses. Okay. So unless it's a contested role, unless he's actively trying to resist you, which I don't think he is right now. No. Um, That's fine. So it'll just be a regular role. Sorry. Oh, am I going to use willpower on this? Um. Oh, that's right. I'm Ferris. I can use a glamour for an extra die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. spend glamour on a one. Hmm. On a ma- manipulation. I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, so that's a plus one. Yes. Because I like being good at the things I roll. Only two successes, for fuck's sake. And yeah, Mir's been ha- having a rough day. Hmm. Yeah. 
Sorry, and I don't know what the equivalent is, um, but I know that we're probably not going to be able to reach the fetch anyway. So I am attempting to, because I can sort of, if if I pull Nero into one of my own dreams, will that still teach him kind of the, the um, basics of doing this? The technique will still be similar, yes. Okay. Um, because I think that might be e- showing him might be easier than trying to explain it because that hasn't worked so far. Okay. Like two and a half hours in. <laughs> right. Gen- um. So you get Nero comfortable, mm-hmm. and then you try and fall asleep yourself, and you basically tell him, "Look, my brain." is going to be over here doing its thing, and you just need to get your brain into my brain. Yep. So, Mira is going to sit here and make sure everything goes okay. (laughs) And you and I are going to be co-pilots on a nap. (laughs) More or less is what you try and get across to him. Uh Uh-huh. So I will... We'll need a resolving composure from uh, Liz. All right. This is going to go great. And I will need a, a wits and composure plus one, or no, plus two, from Nero. Is that the result of Mira's manipulation rule? Uh, yes. Can I spend a willpower on this? I just really, I'm going to spend, I'm spending a lot of them. I just really want this to work. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, yours is not going to necessarily contribute. Yours is just how quick can you fall asleep? Okay. All right. Uh, I'll save that then. What's the manipulation plus two? Yep. Real fast. Two success. Uh, Yeah. Within well, 10, ten dice, minutes, you are successes. set. Okay. So, Nero, you're you're focusing in as best as you... No, that's wits and manipulation. It's supposed to be wits and composure. Hmm. Oh, sorry. I, I, I checked wits and manipulation, and that's what you... Or wits and composure. Okay. Da, 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 sorry. Da, plus two. Wits and composure plus two. Costa. Got it. Yay. Come on. It's super easy. Just fall. One success. Less dice. Mm, okay. I fall asleep. Right. You're... You're you're pushing in and you're trying to get there and you close your eyes and for the for one of the first times you manage to sort of fall asleep but still remain conscious. Give me another uh, give me another one of those rolls. Same same pool, Nero. You know what I just realized? Um, I also give him a bonus for being a playmate. Ah yes, uh, bonus of how much? Ah. Uh, let me find that book. Damn it, changeling. <laughs> Pending a reroll. Ferris, new kid. I believe it's a plus one to any group activity. I like that I can roll eight dice and still get one success. Oh, okay. Um, actually, no, it's. Oh. No, uh, you get a plus two. Uh, Okay, uh, Nero, I need you to re-roll those, but with the nine again active. Okay. Sorry Ah. about that. I totally remember my abilities clearly and all the time. (laughs) 
Yes! Five successes on the first first one. All right. So you sack out, and your mind, however, I mean, you can tell you're asleep, but your mind is surprisingly conscious. And you can still sort of hear Mira lucidly coaxing you through this entire process. And within about an hour, and time passes weird when you're asleep, but... Mira, from where you're watching, you can see almost as soon as she fell asleep, Lissa's eyes start doing the REM thing back and forth. Yep. Nero's are now doing that in unison with hers, in synchronous. And Liz, what are you dreaming about? Um, so I would not. Uh, Liz doesn't like looking at her own things. Um, so this is going to be like a wish fulfillment type of thing. We're going to be, ah, I use ship metaphors. So clearly it's going to be, um, uh, on a ship. No, <laughs> what are you, that's nonsense. Why would it be that? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know why that would have come across. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, no, we are... Hmm. Doo-doo-doo. We're... Uh, we're along a lake. Okay, I'll need you to roll me a wits and resolve as well. All right. Wits and resolve. Yeah, while that's rolling, Mira's just... It's okay. You don't have to worry about any of it. You're right where you need to be. You just need to force yourself into the world and fall asleep. Okay. It's an intensity zero dream. You've made it Uh very malleable from from Uh the exterior. So, um, Nero, all of a sudden you open your eyes and you see Liss down about a little in front of you, about two feet in front, two feet below you. And you glance down, you don't have a body. <laughs> and she's there skipping rocks into a lake. Mm-hmm. Can I give myself a body? You can try, sure. I was like, um, it's disorienting not, give me, down, not seeing anything, so. <laughs> give me wit, uh, wits and empathy and weird. Wits, empathy, weird. Uh, not nine again. Strange question. Do I know he's there? Not yet. Mm. Okay. Two successes. But then he sort of materializes next to you. Hi. Hi. This is weird. No, this is normal. Um... This makes sense. I skip a rock. <laughs> uh, just trying to f- look around, just trying to sort of feel around what I can do in this particular instance. Can I like... I wanted... I made myself appear. Can I make like... a sandcastle appear? Give me another one of those rolls. Wits and empathy and weird. Hmm. Four successes. You make a sand fortress appear. (laughs) It's got towers. It's got pine cones for flags. It's got all sorts of shit. Mm -hmm. 
It's very like there's like, shells in it. There's shells in it that are very specifically ocean shells that should not be on the shore of a lake. But it looks very, very ornate. It's very, it's very like sort of somebody who like has like blueprints for a sandcastle designed. <laughs> right. Yes. That's how Nero's yeah. mind works. This is this is a straight out of SpongeBob sandcastle. Yeah. <laughs> I I I just I just love the dichotomy of uh, uh, things that we've been creating in our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to make the water um rise up and hit his sandcastle and push it down this wave just sweeps up out of the the lake apropos of nothing no wind no anything just water move splash sandcastle gone can i make how do you feel can i make the sandcastle be back where it was roll me another wit's empathy and weird i'm trying to prevent him from doing this all all right contested by uh your wits, empathy, and weird. Okay. Let's do this. Three successes. So you try and make it up there, and then another splash of water. And it's obliterated. This is interesting. Just staring at you. How do you feel? Light. Mm-hmm. But like emotions. Curious. Okay. Okay. What if you kept trying to build a sandcastle and I kept hitting it with waves? I would stop trying to build a sandcastle. How would you feel, though? What if all you wanted to do was build the sandcastle and there were waves hitting it over and over and over again? Can I make the lake dry up? Uh, uh, give me a wit's empathy and weird. Um, Liz, give me wit's resolve and weird. I'm not trying to stop it. I am trying to amplify it way too far. I'm trying to make things burn farther than he is wanting them to. Because he's trying to, what, like, evaporate the lake? I want it to be on fire. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Liz is best teacher. <laughs> um yeah. One. Two successes. So Nero, you sort of concentrate on the lake a little bit. The water begins to bubble and then steam and then immediately just transforms into just straight water vapor. These clouds are boiling up and out and the water disappears and you're like, great, good. And then but there's no 
actual ambient heat that you can feel per se, at least not all that much, but the ground then, the mud there begins to crack and dry and crumble into dust and this vicious wind springs up and it's almost a small dust bowl in there and then you start seeing flashes of lightning and flames starting to erupt and this is turning into, this is turning into a fire storm. I snap my fingers and it stops. Hmm. You can do that to a fetch. Sometimes the fetch knows you're there. It's still just a dream, though. Do fetch... Do they dream? Mm-hmm. Everything dreams. And you can try and reach out through them. And if you have a bad dream and you wake up, you feel bad. Hmm. It's just pettiest method of revenge. There's just <laughs> there's just gears ticking right now in the head. Yeah, mechanically well. What Liz is talking about is if you invade your fetch's dreams and give them a night solid of nightmares, they don't get their willpower in the morning having woken up from sleeping that night. Now, unless things go really bad, you still do, but they don't. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Mm-hmm. They, they do have a chance of realizing that it is you, though. That if, thing, if things go badly, they... They can sometimes realize it's you, and they can sometimes how to figure out how to do it back. If things mm-hmm. go badly. But, you know, what are the odds of that? <laughs> Depends on uh, the caster. About, I like this. I like this. Uh, seven out of ten, actually. Per die. No, failure is not necessarily bad. It just means you don't succeed. It doesn't mean they win. You can also make someone feel better or different. I, if I, could, I could test things. I could see how he reacts to different situations. This would be very useful in planning, actually. Mm hmm. Huh. Can I make a can and, I make and, like a beachside and, and, gr- and in Grover Green suddenly just devolves into <laughs> dream experimentation. That's all we do for the next twenty so, episodes. Can yeah, I make like so a, this can I, objective can I, is accomplished? Can I make like a, can I make like a tiki bar up here? Like with with drinks on it. and <laughs> one success. It's a little rickety. That's but fine. it's there. I grab a drink and start <laughs> drinking. It's a little warm, but it's still it still tastes good. Thank you, Liz. I have many ideas now. <laughs> yeah, it's nice here. It is. There is another as question you gl- though. As, as you hold your, 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 your coconut right cup, next to you. No, no, no. As, <laughs> and you're looking over the barren wasteland of what used to be a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question, though. How do we get out? You wake up. Oh, wake up. <laughs> I try to wake up. Your eyes 
You're still looking over the... No, just kidding. You're awake. (laughs) (laughs) It's the... I... (laughs) Skin begins to peel off. It's like Indiana Jones. (laughs) Mira's presumably still there. I hope you had a good dream. Jack, you muted. Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. His eyes have opened. Yes. Yes, I did. She'll give you a nod. Well, I'm glad you managed to make progress. Maybe be a little light nicer to list. I'm still sleeping. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I... Have I not been nice to Liz? Part of friendship is understanding that different people have different expectations and needs. And while I think you've been very friendly with Liz, I think she might not feel appreciated for who she is sometimes. Okay. All I ask is that you work on it. Look over at Liss and sort of nudge Liss. See if Liss uh, wakes up. Dang it. Gonna <laughs> wake me up. Yep. Uh, You're being shaky. And awake. Not, not ah. shaken. Not shaken. Nudged. Ah. Nudged awake. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Five more minutes. Have a good dreamless. Yeah, it was a lake and it was on fire. That's lovely. Bliss, <laughs> <laughs> um. I re- oh. I reach over and toss Alyssa's hair. Thanks, Liz. When you have some time, I did want to ask you some stuff about this, but I understand if you and Nero need more time to work on this now. Um, I think he got it. I'm good. If you, yeah. If, you mentioned... If you want... If you wanted my help when when you were trying stuff, um, safety nets. I can do what you did. I'd appreciate that. In my dream. And then I turned to Mira. Meanwhile, Adele, where are you? Um, (laughs) They're trying to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) For the hour, like from downstairs filters this drone of forget your troubles fall asleep there there is nothing to be concerned about there I is mean no I would be more than to happy to take about. the time but Phage hasn't had a chance to do anything that yet this session so <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. ceding my time okay Phage are you up to anything particular I have already told you what I was doing privately yeah mm-hmm. yeah so 
as you've made your way through the hollow, <laughs> you've taken some time. Everybody else has seemed busy currently. So you decide to duck into the hollow. Mm-hmm. The space is a little smaller now that Gale is gone. Uh, but it, but most of most of the comforts are still there. Both and of my two dots are currently in amenities. Yep. And as you glance around, the idea of food never too far from your mind. You most of the time <clears throat> occurs to you again, and you decide to take a little bit of time and see what you can you can create here. Give me a manipulation and empathy plus two. Manipulation, empathy, and two. This is going to be fun. <laughs> wow, on ten dice, that's one success. <laughs> I know that feel, bro. Some of you guys have not been having a great day. Yep. There is a success. Think, right, there is a success. So, kind of focus, looking around... And also kind of with an eye half towards the future. If we make this place bigger, putting something right here would be good, I think. You focus down and kind of hold out a hand just to give yourself a little bit of an extra grip on what you're trying to create. And with a sort of popping sound, a ring of stones just appears focus a little harder and gout of flame is now crackling in the middle of this little fire ring. Give me another one. Come on. You have ten dice to do this. Come on. (laughs) Six. Six. There we go. You're like, all right, we've got the foundation down now. You think to yourself and you're like, all right, maybe, maybe a little bit of assistance here. You clamber out of the the hollow down to the ground surface and you find the cauldron that was left behind by the wrong brothers when they made the meal out of the briar wolves that you guys killed. Kind of scrub it out with a little bit of sandy soil that you find, shake it upside down and heft it back up in. And thinking about what you want to accomplish, sort of just innately kind of start running your hands over the thing, fitting it on top of the the ring of stones, nudging a few of them into a little more secure of a position. You set it down, and you just start thinking food. (laughs) Thinking food. And with a faint sheen, there's just the faintest little bit of glimmer of liquid that starts to pool in the bottom. Then it occurs to you, you need some ingredients. What are you going to do about that? Uh, Well, if the hedge is psychoactive, theoretically, bloody anything should work. So I'm going to head out and grab random bits of plant matter. Okay, give me a intelligence and survival. Hedge stew. This is how you get weird mushrooms. This is. That's I'm going to put a willpower into this one. No, that's there. the hedge. <laughs> one success. We actively had weird mushrooms last season. Mm-hmm. You, you find something that looks a little bit like a carrot. 
Mm-hmm. And works. so you decide, okay, that might be fun. It's got that sort of feathery top and a little bit of uh, kind of rooty uh, base kind of sticking out. So you grab it and you pull. Give me a strength in athletics. Minus two. Strength. Athletics. You say minus two, but I'm going to put two glamour into that to negate that because my weird is two and I can spend two glamour. Okay. One success. You heave on this thing and you're expecting a carrot, which should not be difficult to pull out of the ground. But when the carrot is roughly the size of a watermelon, that thing's got some grip to it. You literally... And then all of a sudden, with this heave and a shower of dirt, this pretty much 18-inch foot-across root just yoinks out. Smells kind of mealy. Kind of like a... Kind of like a very bland potato. Ah, you should do all right. Whole point of a gruel is it's filling, not necessarily the tastiest. Also, there's a lot of dirt on it. <laughs> Clean it off. Okay. So you brush it off, and yeah, you've got a huge, fat, starchy root. Or take it, take it back up. Ah, this should do, probably for at least a start. All right. Are you just dropping it in, or are you preparing it in any fashion? I'm going to chop it into bits. Okay. You find a knife, something sharp. Start skewering off bits and and chunks of it. You find that the skin, the the rind on this thing is really thick, so you you sort of peel that away. And there's there's a nice fleshy root underneath. A little bit of the musty smell is gone now that you've skinned it. And you just start chopping off chunks and throwing them in. And that little bit of broth that was in the bottom seems to multiply the more you put it in. There's always just enough to sort of just cover whatever matter, the uh, more solid material you've put in there. Smells fairly good. All right, give that a little bit of time to cook over. She kind of starts stirring it a little bit and just kind of like under her breath, uh, she just kind of starts singing uh, sort of musically uh, several lines from Macbeth and also from the song that she had uh, given to um, Neofly on opening night, just kind of under her breath, just round about the cauldron go in the poisoned entrails, throw skin of toted spike of bone, sharpened on an eagle stone, just kind of under her breath as she sort of stirs the pot. With, with a very... Scottish play flair, even even from an outside observer, would be like, yeah, this is very witchy. <laughs> that's not disturbing at all. I really hope that's just soup. Singing, but you spend singing musically as opposed to singing in other varieties. <laughs> yes, uh, but you uh, you spend about forty five minutes uh, getting your witch on, and at the end of it, there's a rather homogenous. Fairly bland looking, but definitely, uh, definitely, definitely qualifies in the 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 gut glue level of cuisine. <laughs> Oatmeal. 
It's 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 gruel. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's 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 a clan of ravenous uh, red green creatures. <laughs> no, it's it, it is meat and potatoes <laughs> somehow out of one single giant root vegetable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you're stirring it, it's like, yeah, I didn't put that in. That looks like a rat. It's, it's, I was going to say that's either rabbit or squirrel. Possibly a rodent of some other type, but it doesn't look poisonous, so go us. <laughs> Congratulations, you got a gruel pot for the hollow. Yep, and I'm just going to, like, grab some bowls that I probably <coughs> have to materialize and sort of uh, pour some, like, a handful of different bowls and see if I can take this out of the hedge. The, like, just okay. cast the meals, not the pot. Right. So you ladle up probably four bowls. You can probably carry those in, in each arm. Kind of elbow the door open. Step back through. Seems to be intact, mostly. Where are you right. going with them? Downstairs. Okay. I just kind of so call you come out downstairs. As I, as, I, as, I, as I head down, I just kind of call it. All right, everyone, soup's on. So Liss and Mira and Nero, at least, are there. Is Adele still in the house? Nope. Okay. Adele, Adele, when she said she left, she left. Okay. Just checking. Um, so, yeah, there's four bowls. As you hand it out, you start to realize it is getting colder much faster than you would have anticipated. Man, it's still it quick. here, but it's just, yep. Ooh, food. Eat it quick or it's going to get cold. This is hedge food, so it doesn't last too long outside. Do I have any inclinations about hedge food from getting fostered around? Not particularly. Okay. Arcadia food, yes. Hedge food, nah. I will eat it. I trust Phage not to poison me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, I trust Phage. It, I'm just curious. Yeah, it's, it's very filling. It doesn't taste fantastic. It's pretty bland, but it's definitely got some, some oomph to it. Mm-hmm. Do I dare what ask it, gets, in this? It, it gets a little boring about halfway down, but it definitely fills you up good. <clears throat> you say that out loud? Yeah, that was two fish. Meat and potatoes. Kind of, where'd you find the meat? It's magic. Right. <laughs> what did you want um, to ask? Right. This is and just over food. So I... You know that you've been doing, you're the expert at dream stuff and also a medic of your own incredible talents. Um, and we were working with Nero. You mentioned you also had been doing some stuff with Neofly. I had a thought, and I don't know if this would be applicable. I am fairly, sorry, something popped up on my screen. It's not. Um, can I hear anyone? 
Yes. Uh, I don't know. Can you hear us? You can hear. Yes, I can. <laughs> yeah. You're the. It, it, yeah. It, it wasn't your sound. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just I was looking around and I was like, crap, did Skype nope, sound nope. go off? Okay. Anyway, never mind. Yep. Um, I was thinking. Um, I'm fairly adept at holistic remedies, uh, unconventional approaches. I might be able to try and help concoct something to make not magically but synthetically dreaming easier or dreams weirder I don't know if that would be useful to you but I you do wish to help in any way I can Liz uh, is staring wide at, at you the entire time and then just blinked once when you said weirder um <laughs> Do I know what she's talking about? Give me an, an I, either an intelligence and medicine or an intelligence and science. Uh, let's do intelligence and medicine. Um, yeah, because I know about the... Can I do a manipulation in medicine? Roots. About the goblin be, fruits. Be more manipulation and expression. Okay, fine. That works too. But I have more there. dots and minutes. You're not trying to give her a false diagnosis. <laughs> what? <is that? laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Two successes. Okay. I, um, yeah. So, Liz, you're you're thinking over. You think you've got an idea what she's talking about? Something a little more druggy in nature, you think? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm specifically wondering, um, because Liz knows, Liz's experience, she has not expressed this to anyone else, but Liz has experienced that uh, dreams can go bad, real bad, uh, and that's mm -hmm. not good. Um, would, um, she would be wondering if this would cause her to lose, if it would be easier to lose control that way or not be the primary concern um given mira's demeanor you don't think it would be that definitely wouldn't be an intentional effect okay whether or not it could would require experimentation okay generally basically if it somehow manages to increase the intensity of the dream that would be the main worry mm-hmm okay but but if it's just meant to induce a dream without necessarily affecting the intensity thereof, it might be helpful. At the very least, I might be able to help people get to sleep if that's going to be a repeated concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And intense isn't always what you want, but maybe... Of course. I'm just here to help. I am also decent at talking to people about things, if that's useful at all for what you, whatever you're up to. I'm. Not up to anything. I'm here on the ground. Um, 
Thank you. Sure. This is good. I am staring at the stew again. It's gone gluey, and I've only eaten about half of it because I got bored. (laughs) (laughs) And Lyra will eat if she's given food. She has been given food. There were four bowls and four people. But now, as far as what Adele's up to, where did Adele go? Uh, Adele went back to her place with the information that she got from from Nero. And how do, is, you, how do you how do you envision Adele's parking is? Does she have street parking or garage? Uh, her house. Yeah. Uh, garage probably. Okay. So you drive up, you key your garage opener, the door starts to open, and all of a sudden something splatters across your windshield. Okay. It's kind of whitish with some black bits in. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Oh. I think a bird just (laughs) shot on your car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got it. It took a while. That's funny. Um, Drummond strikes back. <laughs> got old Drummond. So. Well, sigh. Keep pulling in. Okay. Pull in the garage. Mm-hmm. Door shuts behind you. You step out of the car and you hear motherfucker fading into the distance. It's beautiful. I regret nothing. <laughs> and as Adele begins her plans for the first investigations into what is going to eventually become of Nero's fetch, that is where we are going to end for this evening. We will pick up here next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.